Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. For the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if there wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Thursday evening and it's a big welcome to ZFM Sport in the studio with Barry Manandi our producer Sean Tafirinika. My name is Mike Madoda. Now in less than 48 hours the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League season 2023 officially kicks off and to talk about that and so much more we have a special guest in studio. The CEO of the Premier Soccer League, Kennedy Ndebele is in the house. Kennedy, good to have you on ZFM Sport. Thank you. Um, I'm happy to be here. No, it's good yes, to have you, good Kenny. Evening. Very good to have you. And I know you're a big Manchester United fan. You must be very pleased at the moment. We're talking about the Castlega Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> for now. For now. Yeah, nicely, but for nicely United, so far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah. yeah but but uh, uh, from giving the other guys a cup. Yeah, but you don't want us to rewind. We won't rewind to 10 days ago, Kennedy. Yes. You know what? And uh, as for Liverpool fans, we'll take the 7-Up Cup. Uh, yes. That's what we play for. We play for pride this season. We thumped you guys 7-0. But like you said, we're not talking about the English Premier League. <laughs> we are talking about the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League, which roars back into life. It's season 2023. This coming weekend. And we've got an exciting match day one in the offing. We'll be giving you those fixtures a bit later on. But in between the chat around our local game, we'll, of course, be giving you uh, some international sports news updates. We'll keep you updated with what's happening on the home front, as well as, of course, what's happening in the major leagues of Europe. We certainly will. In the beautiful game, which is the second half of the show, Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp has admitted that the Reds face a massive task uh, in trying to bring back to get back into the Champions League after their exit to Real Madrid last night. And Napoli forward Victor Osimhen uh, lit up, lit it up again as he struck either side of the break uh, to steer the Italians into the Champions League quarterfinals for the first time. And in Europa League action tonight, Gabriel Jesus is expected to start for Arsenal as the Gunners are looking for a stellar performance to gain passage into the quarterfinals when they welcome Sporting Club of Portugal to the Emirates. How is it, guys? Elvis, Nicola, Bomba, Moyo, WPF. This is All Africa Heavyweight Champion two time. Uh, you are listening to ZFM Sports. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. 
So we're in conversation with Kenny Debel. Send through your messages 0731168045. That's our WhatsApp number 0731168045. Let's give you a local sports news roundup very quickly. Hockey news where Zimbabwe's under 21 women's hockey team settled for silver at the Africa Junior Cup in Egypt as they lost 1 0 to South Africa in a gold medal match played this afternoon after finishing as one of the top two of the qualification group. The young Zimbabwean ladies qualified for the Junior Hockey World. Cup yesterday and were hoping to upset powerhouse South Africa today as a measure of their progress. On to boxing news, Zimbabwe boxer Kudakwashi Take Mani Chiwandire is expected to touch down in Mexico this evening ahead of her World Boxing Council WBC uh, Super Bantamweight title against title fight against Yamalith Mikado in Chihuahua on Saturday. Chiwandire's journey to the North American country it was delayed because of visa processing issues by the Mexican consulate in South Africa and of course she's applied for an extension or postponement of that bout but we'll see if that is successful or not. On to swimming swimming news Zimbabwean legend uh, Kirsty Coventry of course a minister now as well will be inducted into the International Swimming Hall of Fame in September. Joining a star-studded class that also includes American superstar Michael Phelps who is widely regarded as one of the most accomplished athletes of all time. Coventry who is now the Youth Sports Arts and Recreation Minister became Zimbabwe's first and so far lone individual Olympic medalist uh, taking seven medals in the 2004 and 2008 games. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyahunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. The Castle Lager Premier Soccer League season 2023, just 48 hours away from the official kickoff on Saturday afternoon. And of course, every team stands at the start line with hope, with anticipation, with ambition. But who will be the last man standing after 34 match days? Four seasons in a row. It has been FC Platinum, pure platinum play. Can there be anyone who dethrone? Norman Mapiza's men this season. Send us your predictions for who will win the season outright, who you think your best performers are going to be. Uh, young Musona, Walter, the reigning soccer star of the year. Will he defend his crown? Will we see a new king? Uh, talking about goal scoring as well. Will we get a striker that breaches the 20 goal mark? Yeah. We want to hear from you on our WhatsApp platform 0731 But the big story for today on the show we have the ceo of the premier soccer league kennedy debele once again kennedy good to have you on zfm sports thank you good evening listeners absolutely well we're just uh 48 hours uh, away from kickoff uh, soccer fans are chomping at the bit kennedy they, they can hardly wait because at this stage no games have been played no one has won no one has <laughs> lost we all have hope we will all declare that the teams that it's we support <laughs> are going to be champions uh what can we expect in season 2023 well we get here um let's say 48 hours before start for us it has been um hard work from december um up to uh, today tomorrow we've got our uh, board meeting uh, the annual general meeting where resolutions will be made we'll review the uh, previous season so um we are all busy um clubs are busy final touches in terms of player registration uh coaches accreditation um executives accreditation so we are busy and it looks like it's going to be an exciting season 
Yeah, and what are some of the issues that you're sort of like uh, that you're going to be putting at the table uh, in front of your council, as it were, uh, at the meeting? You know, what are the areas that you're going to be taking a look at? You say that obviously it's going to be uh, a review of last season, and no doubt uh, there are certain areas that you want to discuss uh, with uh, those, of course, who are in the pr- uh, Premier Soccer League. What are some of the areas that uh, you'll be throwing on the table? Yeah, remember we had um, a workshop um, where we looked at our strategic plan. Um, we also um, got sort of an induction for we usually do for the newly promoted clubs so we then got everyone uh, all the 18 clubs uh, representatives to uh, sit and, and, and review the season uh, the major highlight obviously from a previous season um, was that of attendances so we, we are focusing on finding ways to improve um, uh, attendances at our matches. We are also looking at uh, the issues of um, club licensing to ensure that uh, clubs conform to the club licensing um, regulations. Uh, this is meant for the clubs to improve in terms of administration, in terms of structures, um, and in terms of accountability and development of football. Uh, um, Kenny, in, in terms of those new clubs that you're talking about, I don't think we've had a, a scenario like this, at least I can't remember one, where we've had clubs coming up from the, the second tier uh, in, in, in such numbers. They're four up, four down, yes. But so far, we've got like uh, three clubs. I might include one get to be the fourth. Uh, three clubs which are uh, very much uh, market-facing, very, very progressive, uh, look like they're, they're, they they don't have big followings, but they certainly are going to play uh, quite a big role in terms of marketing uh, the league in itself. Does that excite you as a league, that, that there are clubs that are coming out of Division One that already have the ethos and, and, and philosophy of attracting fans attracting eyeballs, bringing people to stadiums? Um, we, we were impressed, not only in terms of marketing, but in terms of investment. Mm. Um, when you look at um, Shesham, they are rebuilding yeah, uh, a stadium, but uh, we visited Tisumbanje late last year, just before the, um, they won the um, ticket into Premier Soccer League, and they were busy constructing a stadium. Um, they are really determined. Uh, Simba, Simba Bora mm. are doing the same. Uh, Wange started a bit late, but um, they are constructing dressing rooms, making sure that they meet the minimum requirements, and they are challenging the uh, um, traditional all big um, clubs um, in terms of focus. And um, during the workshop, we they really understood that uh, they, 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 there's need to run football clubs as a business units um, so there is a challenge um, and in terms of competition I think the rest of the other uh, old uh, members of the league um, have to be um, they have to wake taking, up. Taking, <laughs> they have to take a leave yeah. from what uh, the yeah. newly promoted clubs are doing now. I, I love the fact that you, you brought in, of course, some of the facilities that uh, you've been to. Uh, I think Barry and I passed uh, through uh, just uh, Butter just to have a look yeah, at yeah, the work yeah. that's being done there, and it's pretty impressive. Uh, they look like they're working around the clock to make sure that uh, they're hosting games uh, at Butter Stadium uh, out in Gweru. And uh, nice, 
small compact stadium mm. uh, and it'll be ideal for, for Shisham of course as they host their games there uh, are you concerned though with uh, let's say the National Sports Stadium the amount of football that's going to be played at the National Sports Stadium Kennedy uh, the, the spread of games you know one of the things that uh, the, the game can only grow if it's spread across the country uh, if there are games being played in the different centres we got a lot of football that's going to be centred uh, at the National Sports Stadium and uh, are you concerned with that and uh, I'm sure it's a situation that you want resolved probably uh, very quickly yeah we, we're concerned but we um, happy that there's progress in terms of um, working on um, Rufaro Stadium one and then we have negotiated with um, Gezi Platinum Stars to have some of the matches played at Baobab temporarily while in the next eight weeks maybe less than eight weeks mm-hmm. uh, this stadium will be available um, Sakuva we have moved um, Manika to uh, Gibo uh, Gibo with um, um, Green Fuel but in the long run we will then have less congestion but we have six clubs in Harare mm. and then if you look at the fixture the way it came out you will have three um, clubs playing home one weekend and then the other three away so that we, 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 we decongest. It's a crying shame, isn't it, that there's no football in Mutari, uh, Kennedy. I mean, uh, I know you've, uh, you you know, fixtures have been moved to Gibbo, but it would have been great to, uh, to have football. Uh, and obviously, I think uh, teams uh, just need to make sure that uh, they're constantly working on their stadium to make sure that they can host uh, the games uh, where they actually do have the, the support. Uh, we are in conversations with uh, Kennedy Ndebele, uh, and if you want to be part of the conversation, if you've got questions that you want to pose as well, uh, to the CEO of the Premier Soccer League. Don't forget our WhatsApp platform, 0731168045, Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sport. Uh, you talked about refresher uh, workshops that you did, particularly obviously focused on the on the promoted uh, clubs, uh, but obviously refreshers for those that have been in the le- uh, league a very long time. Uh, the, the, um, those refresher courses, does, does, do they also cover elements such as uh, fan engagement? Because look, yes. well, let's address the the. the elephant in the room yes. last season attendances were great uh, yes. and and obviously that concerns you as the league probably concerns the the, the sponsor as well uh, and then obviously concerns us as fans because why are we not going is there fan engagement strategies that are, yes. that are being um, actually we have a FIFA module um, for fan development uh, we presented that um, but the emphasis has been more on uh, making sure that there are administrative structures within the clubs because elected officials are busy elsewhere. Okay. So we, we were pushing more into getting offices and then those offices being run by full-time yeah. qualified personnel. I did um, an induction workshop with uh, Shesham, was impressed with the um, level of engagement okay. and, 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 and the team that has been put to um, run the club on a day-to-day basis because our major problem with football in this country, right from the top uh, to the lower uh, clubs is the absence of think tanks, the absence of um, uh, qualified personnel who wake up in the morning mm. and work and for think the about the club, think isn't about, it? Is yes. it? I mean, is that is that even... Uh, um Obtaining with uh, some of our traditional teams. I mean, I say traditional. Maybe let's say the 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 twelve or so that have been in the league at least for four years or more. Is that still the case where you've got almost executive boards that purport to be running the club, but in actual fact have their own job somewhere else? Yeah, maybe we put it this way. Um, you should invite them and then 
also visit their offices if you can find and then find out for ourselves uh, you know what the situation uh, yes. at, at those clubs are that once we we, we, we resolve that we, we concentrating on stadia it's fine for matches sure. but uh, we highlighted the need to have proper offices where you have an executive structure yes mm. fully qualified personnel running there um the team coach having an office with a room for treatment of players so once we get that the people that will be there eight to five or eight to nine because psl we have uh, 11 employees which is still not enough right, um, right. for us um we want to grow but we have people who, work, who are working at uh, the premier soccer league right yeah so clubs will probably find some have one or two but major part of work being done by elected officials were busy elsewhere so once we we addressed that i think it was agreed at the meeting that we would do that and we also agreed subject to the board endorsing um the proposal that we then have a a, a, a committee um of individuals that will then um visit various in fact, all the clubs okay. to ensure that uh, first, obviously, the first will be to check if they have got these structures, right. and then from there, it's compliance and also assisting because we're not going to uh, end with the workshop that we had in January. We're having um, three other workshops during the course of the year. Well, you, you seem to be doing quite a lot of work off the field of play. Uh, let, let's take the conversation now on the field of play. Uh, listen, I know you're not going to strap up your your boots, Kennedy, and pull up your socks and turn out for any team, uh, but. <laughs> Uh, what are the major concerns uh, that is obviously linked to attendances at stadiums has been the quality uh, of football uh, on show in the Premier Soccer League where a lot of fans have come out and have talked about the lack of entertainment, have talked about the lack of goals. Uh, are you happy with the standard of football in the league? I mean, if we take our conversation perhaps over the last sort of like three or four seasons, are you happy with where the teams are uh, from a qualitative perspective? Uh, there is room for improvement. This is why we um, had the refresher course for the uh, coaches, which was conducted by Zifa, and we like to thank them for that. Um, and, and, and insisting on certain level of qualification will then maintain um, stability. Mm. Because you find clubs um, firing qualified coaches, then bring unqualified coaches. Mm. And then they say well, they are, the qualified, qualified coaches are not available. Mm. So there is room for improvement in, in, in that area. Um, we'll see once we get back onto um, international football um, challenge tournaments will be used to measure uh, the quality Kosafa will use, be used to measure quality you're sounding very optimistic about uh, getting back to international football <laughs> it will be you, soon do you know something that we don't uh, <laughs> I think so because, because today uh, at the FIFA Congress uh, the vote was taken and it's Zimbabwe uh, which is of course uh, which is banned from football and uh, the vote was quite convincing I think it was 200 uh, votes to one uh, uh, no those are just normal processes it's yeah, just like when people get got excited mm. about the expulsion it's it's a standard uh, mm. a, a FIFA statute agenda right. for a Congress but I'm positive that uh, we will soon find a solution because I, football is popular and uh, people are keen to work together and, and get uh, uh, this resolved uh, it's you me and mm. other people that and everyone else to, everyone. Yeah. well th those uh, people are like Adam uh, Aripafio and he says hello ZFM Sports Anzi Anzi Tatodi 
ni wa de suspension ya rambwa viswa de FIFA saka league yedu ya to ramba ari mabuza shaka takwa isu. So, you know, there's that sort of like uh, apprehension, I think, amongst fans that they, they feel like the teams are playing for nothing. Okay, they are playing for something mm. because, like I'm saying, the only tournaments we will measure will be Kosafa and, and Chan for our own. Mm. But the international matches, we bring our big stars from Europe. I, I appreciate that the fans are concerned and, and they, 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 we, we need to support. But one general trend that we have, whether we are back on FIFA, the suspension is lifted, we, we tend to be more negative than positive as a people about what we do and um, how we can perform. We, we if, Even with the so-called Boozers League, we will probably rank in the top mm. top 15 leagues in Africa. As far as uh, football is concerned. Yes. Uh, Kenneth at Hope Fountain Munguza says, Hello guys, we're hoping for a good season, but one thing I know is our football is really bad to watch and not entertaining. So the entertainment aspect keeps coming out. He says, my question to Mr. Ndebele is, why is our football this poor in this modern time? Is not the quality of our football a factor of fan attendance yes it is mm. but where are we coming are the fans from? voting by their feet yes, yes. But we, we're not going to come we're, yes it's I'm not entertaining not. we're not coming because you're in the entertainment business let's let's call it what yes, it is yes i understand that I, uh, I don't want to run away from the fact sure. that uh, it's not entertaining but we need to look at where we're coming from yeah. we have never had a proper football development program uh, in the last 15 years. Mm. Sure. Um, we don't have youth uh, development. Of course, clubs tend to also uh, field all players. Mm-hmm. But once we, we have a proper, um, maybe when we get back to FIFA, um, my view would be, let's put a program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back to 2000, mm-hmm. 2005, right. Sepp when he came, he found boys playing in the dusty pitch but when you look at how much FIFA is investing mm. in terms of development mm. uh, in terms of funding for development yeah I think uh, Wanda today revealed that uh, 100 million has been poured into Wandi's football by FIFA just their development programs alone because someone has submitted documents yes. someone has shown commitment mm, yeah. someone has shown good governance mm. someone has accounted for what is there yeah. but we have never yeah. Yeah. our elections become some drama and, and I think that is the, the, the conversation is it, Barry, that sometimes needs to be had that it's not, people always talk about, ah, you know, there's no money. And yes. the thing about it is that when it comes to football development money, it doesn't always, always have to come yeah. from Zimbabwe. No. Yes. It can actually come out from outside. So a yes. number of countries, even your first world countries, mm-hmm. they take advantage of the fact that FIFA is a billion dollar organization and has got actually got funds that are dedicated solely to the purpose of development. If only you have a plan. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. you, if, you, if Morocco didn't get to the FIFA World Cup semi-finals by accident. By accident, mm-hmm. no, they didn't. Yeah. Senegal, I think Senegal are winning now. everything. Yeah. Every. So we need to learn. We need to pick from there. Yes, we'll blame coaches that they are not able, but equipment-wise, they're not even properly equipped. equipped. Well, I want to ask you, Kennedy, something about the coaches. We, 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 you know the coaches, you talked about the recycling of players. Are we also not recycling coaches as well? You know, as a result of the fact that they haven't been able to get their badges because yeah. there's been no training. So invariably, we know that when, when a coach is fired from a certain team, we know that, oh, that available coach who was fired last year from that team is probably going to be the one to replace this one. So we keep recycling but those why same are they, coaches. Why are they being fired? Mm. 
Why are they being fired? Because they, you, they, you, 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 all of you, you set targets to say you win your first 10 games. And, and I don't even understand why coaches sign such contracts. <laughs> because at the end of the day, half of them will not. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be one coach Just who will win. Just a low probability. But, yes. low, uh, that, <laughs> but, 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 but uh, beyond that, uh, that uh, those contracts, you sound like you're in lockstep with with the federation in terms of how you guys are walking in a, uh, the journey of, of of stadia with the first instance board it sounds like you guys are in lockstep should you not also be in lockstep in terms of the coaching and uh, uh, side of play whereby this club licensing there's been a fixation around we want cafe coaches coaches but we haven't run the courses therefore why not liberalize to an extent and and get some of those exciting calf b and maybe even calf c coaches that are they're, available they're, they're into the c because they are not calf a so you you stay at the highest level don't don't slide to uh, zifa level four Keep it there until we we, we we move forward. I mean, but now I I I, I have if, no if, I have no pathway for progression as a coach. Yeah, but then what makes you think the one with Cuff C has got pathway for progression to Cuff A level in terms of coaching? We are He's... segment, so let's stay there <laughs> until we then develop. We we'll keep those ones. <laughs> we are talking to the CEO of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. And of course, talk about the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. Kickoff for match day one, season 2023, is just 48 hours away. On Saturday, the action gets underway. And there's quite a testy fixture at the National Sports Stadium where promoted new boys, Simba Bora, they visit the capital to host the champions, FC Platinum, who are coming off the back of adding another trophy to their cabinet after they won the Castle Challenge Cup at Mandava in Zishavani this past weekend. Can they do the business? Keep your messages coming in. For now, we're going to take a quick breather. When we come back, we have the fan zone where we'll be reading more of your messages and, of course, asking more of your questions to Kennedy Nebele, the CEO of the Castle Laga Premier Soccer League. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Right, it's to our messages that we go. And uh, this is Taku in Southley Park. Says, good evening, guys. I think Caps United have a good squad on paper. With the squad that they have, I'm confident they can mount a serious title challenge. William Manondo was the top goal scorer in the league. Playing for a Caps United side, which was performing below average, they've retained him. And if the financial side of things is in order for Caps United, I have no doubt that they'll be one of the title challengers. So that's Taku weighing in. Kennedy, I want to talk to you about the importance of the traditional teams. I know, obviously, you are uh, the CEO uh, and you're beholden to every team in the league. But there is a school of thought that Zimbabwe's football is arguably at its healthiest when the traditional big boys are playing well and uh, are stable on and off the field of play. Let me tell you a story. Mm. We got um, Stanley Matthews um, to come and present uh, and do a workshop here with um, the... um, the former CEO class. of the uh, um, Supersport. Yeah, um, And he said, look, in South Africa, there's um, Kaiser Chiefs, uh, Orlando Pirates, and, and, and to some extent, Sundowns. Mm. He says they use those guys to make sure that they get the best in terms of sports. Right. So, yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. We need the 
old clubs men dem kunne de dissuade sådan hvis der er noget pick because they have been in the league since the formation mm-hmm. so they are pioneers who can't run away from those um, to perform better and then they will be challenged you say the Islanders last won the championship in 2006 yeah I left Islanders 2005 and um So the wheels came off where you left. Where you no, left. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, then you concentrate on this one. <laughs> um, Rafik Khan, mm. um, Liam Gabe as chairperson then of the Football Association, would make would not just decide on matters without talking to the Highlanders chairman, the Caps United uh, uh, chairman uh, or CEO Andy Ojis, um, Rafik Adam. Before decisions were made. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I think you just spoke into the importance yeah. uh, of those teams, which are also the best supported teams in the country. And generally, when those teams are playing well, the fans show up at stadiums, and then it just creates a buzz around the country. Uh, when Dynamos goes to, uh, let's say, Gibo, and their fans are following there, and of course they've got fans all around the country. Highlanders similarly, Makepe Kepa also. Uh, and I think it's important that they play well. Hi, ZFM team. Please ask me some the question about why they're not doing courses for coaches he's running away from that question are you running away from that question Kenny? no it's not our responsibility mm. to uh, provide um, coaching courses uh, it's the football association um, the technical director is there to be assisted by obviously the association to train coaches yeah so I think that there is a difference between the premier soccer league yeah. and the association uh, you, yeah there's a big difference between that and the coaching courses are the responsibility of the association. In this case, that would be, of course, uh, Zifa. Uh, good evening, guys. Uh, Mr. Ndebele, how are you? It is wise for the whole nation. Is it wise for the whole nation to suffer just because um, people don't like the elected Zifa council? Please reinstate the Kamambo committee before it's too late. <laughs> Captain John Kambarami in Glenora. Well, uh, do you have the power to Do you have the power to reinstate him? Or <laughs> oh, this one is beyond you. No, it's beyond me. It's beyond PSL. <laughs> you are just the PSL. Okay. Uh, and then, um, okay, more messages coming in here. Anzi, Mr. Debele, what is the position of the PSL with regards to junior football development? Is there a set minimum number of junior players that have to be registered by the clubs? This is coming from Nkosi Gumbo in Cholocho. Ideally, we would want to to, uh, in fact, we're encouraging all the uh, PSL clubs to have junior development structures um, right from under 13, 15, 17. I think half of the uh, previous soccer league teams have got those structures. So, so at the moment, it's not part of the club licensing uh, requirements? It, it is, but okay. uh, enforcing not being enforced. It, yes. Okay. All right. Who will be doing that? On a lighter note, Bablamunya has got in touch. I think he's uh, he stays in and around the Highfields area. And he's Mr. Ndebele that Hangadzim Gwanzuranzi Zapira Nyoka. Have you received any updates? Any any indications that there is work being carried out at Gwanzura that it might come into play no. uh, as a, as as a venue? No, we're focusing on Rufaro Stadium. Rufaro uh, Stadium. Yes. Well, what are the sort of timelines uh, with Rufaro? Well, the uh, indicated. 
Right, hi guys, I am extremely overwhelmed. Our league is back. How far my gate charges? Let's run through what the standard gate charges are for matches this um, season. Ooh, ooh, that, those will be uh, discussed and finalized tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, so yeah. there but will what be... we're looking at is we're looking at um, subject to board approval to introduce uh, tickets for um, school, um, secondary school uh, students in uniform. In uniform? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, so you, you, uh, and then are you going to have a special sitting area for them? Because we know that uh, the some of the standard sitting areas, uh, the atmosphere can become uh, quite adult. Quite- uh, yeah, quite rowdy, <laughs> quite AG. adult uh, in terms of some just the songs they sing. I remember, I'll tell you a story. I, I took my uh, sister, who's uh, quite mature in age, to watch a football game. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and she blushed. Uh, and she blushed because the songs that were being sung in and around where we were sitting. So, are we going to have a special sitting area for them? Let's say it's at the National Sports Stadium. Yes. Are we going to have a dedicated bay where the, the school children will be able to sit? Yes, we'll, we'll be looking at that. I mean, 60,000 60, sitter where you have 400 people. There's, they can sit anywhere in the 55,000 as then. Absolutely. And then uh, there are also of course, a number of questions here uh, that are raising the issue of safety at our match venues, uh, talking about violence. Uh, what measures are there in place for safety? Because that's a big one, especially if you're considering uh, taking your spouse, if you're considering taking children. We always talk about creating a family environment. Yeah, I think we, all citizens um, and, and football fans have a role to play in terms of encouraging um, fair play. Um, in, in terms of encouraging um, people to shun violence. Remember we had to um, suspend the league last year mm. because of um, the acts of violence and it, it, it didn't make sense. Mm. Mm. And there's no one who owned up and said, look, mm. yes, it doesn't make sense to you. Yeah. Everyone is saying it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So we also engaged the RP to uh, help train um, clubs marshals. We submitted the list for vetting, okay. um, so we expect that training should start uh, soon. But there's already uh, um, sort of a, an outline on how many officers are meant to be on the ground to for, for a match to kick off, etc., etc. Is that all? Yeah, that one is difficult. It's, it's assessed on um, match, uh, okay, match basis. Match, okay. yeah. uh, right. Maduna has got in touch. Says evening uh, coaching is our letdown. No innovation in our approach. We have boosters coaches that cannot read the game. Uh, hey. Same style in the first half and second half a change of players but still playing badly uh, PSL and Zifa should engage foreign uh, governments to oh. help improve our game uh, for example uh, in the late Fabish's time where there was of course that uh, German, that German yeah. uh, and, 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 and Zimbabwe government uh, program yeah it's, 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 it's a good point mm. we, we, we joined the World Leagues Forum we're engaging um, I'm sure the government to government arrangement between Zimbabwe and Germany is still, it's still in force. Yeah? Still in force. We've got pageants here. So, yeah, that, that's a very good suggestion. But we need to implement this. Gennaro in Glenora says Hi, guys, Mr. Debel. I'm worried about the level of officiating in the league. Well, I mean, the issue of officiating comes up every time. It's more emotional, 
it's more of attachment, but in reality, yes, there are queries and questions. Uh, the referees committee at the workshop last week um, for the referees and the match commissioners. So efforts are being made to improve uh, officiating. All right, uh, our friend out in Poland has got in touch and he says uh, as much as licensing is not is, is not under their purview, are they lobbying uh, Zifa to remove this stipulation? I don't know what, what, what exactly he's talking about here. Uh, the CAF A. The CAF A, yes, yeah. yes, yes. No, we are lobbying Zifa, Zifa to, to maintain, maintain it. it. To yeah. ma- mm-hmm. <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> why, why would you want them to maintain it? Yeah, if you, for you to join ZRB is five all levels by in, plus English language. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So that, that's the standard. People have got to rise up to yeah. the standard, the standard I uh, as opposed to the league uh, dropping down uh, to uh, a level of mediocrity. Uh, thanks, guys, for your show. So rest of the ground is. You see, a lot of people want to know how much they're going to be paying Kennedy uh, to get into the stadium. This is Mashereni out in Bulawa as well, but. Uh, the CEO of the Premier Soccer League did indicate that uh, communication will go out tomorrow uh, and everything of course will be out in the open as to what fans will be parting uh, with to watch matches in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. Indeed, and uh, we understand that the uh, referees panel, just going back to that refereeing issue, the referees panel has been cut down, trimmed almost to half. Yes. Um, is that going to help or hinder? Uh, Brilliant. The, the um, it's, it's something that we're also are looking at and lobbying okay. in terms of quality and in terms of making sure that the referees are uh, regular in, in terms of officiating. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the APL, you know, all you know, the, you know this one, Taylor, who come and, <laughs> Of course, the other And ideas. you're messing up with you. Yeah, but um, I, I think it's a good good idea. Okay. Even for match commissioners, um, they've trimmed the numbers. All right. And we're able to also, as a league, facilitate um, workshops. Yeah, with a smaller one, group. Yeah. yeah because, I mean, you know, we've gone from 98 to, I think, 46 now or yes. something. Yeah, which, yeah. Which, is, which is far more man- manageable, you think? Yes. And then the, the referee will then hang it two, three games a month, okay. then one in six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it's really um, a good thing. The things are happening slowly. Yeah, slowly, but things yeah. are happening. Uh, we've got about uh, five minutes left on the show, uh, and so enough time to remind you of the match day one fixtures in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League season 2023. Uh, and it kicks off with four fixtures on Saturday, the 18th of March, at the National Sports Stadium in it's promoted new boys, ambitious Simba Bora. They host the champions FC Platinum, who will be looking to go one better than Dynamos and Highlanders to win it five times in a row and make a new record uh, in local football. At Mandava, it's Shesham who take on Chicken Inn Football Club. Bulawayo Chiefs versus Ngezi Platinum stars at Luveve Kobulawayo. And then Wange entertains Dynamos at Barberfield Stadium. All those games kick off at three o'clock in the afternoon three fixtures on Sunday uh, action at the National Sports Stadium we'll see Makepe Kepe Caps United hosting Manika Diamonds and it's not going to be an easy one that one Manika Diamonds always of course uh, give as good as they get at Gibo Stadium in the low felt it's Triangle United who host Herentals College will Innocent Benza be turning out will he be in the starting lineup uh, as he continues to break records uh, in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League and then at Bar- 
Harbourfield Stadium. Highlanders get their campaign underway with a clash versus Gwenyarecha Membe, ZPC, Kariba. Those games all kicking off at 3 o'clock. Then on Monday, two fixtures, both at the National Sports Stadium. If you love your football, go to the National Sports Stadium on Monday. It's a doubleheader. First fixture, kickoff midday, 12 o'clock. It's Yada taking on promoted Greenfield Football Club. And then 3 o'clock kickoff, Cranbourne Bullets versus Black Rhinos in a military affair. Who will gun the other one down for three points in that one? Those are your match day one fixtures. And uh, Barry, you've got to say that you know what? The, the, the game for me that leaps out is obviously uh, FC Platinum's first game of the season. They are away uh, at the National Sports yep. Stadium to Simbabora. Yeah. And perhaps fate has done them a favour yeah. because uh, the National Sports Stadium is, I think, uh, a, a surface that favours Norman Mapeza and his style and his approach. Uh, Simba Boro would probably have been better suited hosting this game in Shaba. Yeah. It's uh, smaller, compact, it's uh, yeah. compact, and I think it would have given them just a bit of a chance. But uh, at the National Sports Stadium, they got their work cut out. Yeah, they got their work cut out. It's an international venue. It's 110 uh, metres long. I think it's 68 wide. So that gives them a lot of capital, a lot of uh, uh, width to work with uh, and so the passing game for FC Platinum is going to work and, and, and uh, assist them. However, Tundra and Diraya will be in familiar environments, mm. uh, so no doubt he'll prepare his players for what to expect. Alright, a couple of questions here as we wrap it up, uh, Kennedy and the all centre around television. The first one, any sign of us using VAR in local football? <laughs> When is VAR coming? Yeah. <laughs> Once we get our stadiums. <laughs> Once we get stadiums. Uh, with electricity and everything working. <laughs> everything working. Yeah. Okay, so that, that that's a challenge even to Zesa as well. Uh, and uh, that question, in fact, the, the VAR question is actually proving to be uh, quite popular. And then uh, another question here asking about uh, will the matches this season be televised? Yes, we, um, we have our partnership with uh, ZTM. So... Um, we're starting this weekend and we're doing Harare this week. You'll be doing the Harare matches this yes. week and they'll be streaming, of course, uh, on, on their platform as well as on DSTV. No, it's uh, DSTV. Once they've got into DSTV, mm. they are not, they're no longer uh, streaming. Uh, are, is the Council Laga Premier Soccer League streaming on, their, on, the, uh, on your site? No, not for now, because streaming with that arrangement, we, mm. we're still trying to refine it. You're okay. still trying to refine it. Okay, yeah. that, that's good. Because, I mean, very everywhere else in the world, I think television is key and it's central to the growth and the development of the game. Yep, television causes people to get to stadiums. I know it seems like a, like a paradox, uh, but television actually make, uh, assists any league uh, to get more feet into the stadium. So the great thing is that uh, there will be uh, uh, televised matches this uh, season. Well, our time has, uh, has run it's out done, and yeah. so uh, leaves us I think enough time to thank Kennedy yeah. and Debele, the CEO of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League he's been in studio uh, and thank you so much for uh, obliging us and engaging us in conversation as we look forward to what should be uh, a great season uh, in season 2023 thanks Mike thanks Barry Sean Thank you. <laughs> Sean gets a thanks as well. We never thank Sean. <laughs> we don't do that around here. I think you've just guaranteed yourself another invitation another back to the invitation studio. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Kenny, thanks for coming. All right, guys, we'll catch you tomorrow for our preview show. No doubt we'll be previewing all the other leagues as well as the Castle Lago Premier Soccer League. Bora Razoka and Zimbabwe Munuese. Someone is asking you an answer called my prize at a copy. Well, tune in tomorrow. We'll be giving away, of course, there'll be uh, tickets. 
yeah. to the different matches uh, that will be played around the country. I think we got carried away in the conversation. Yes, sir. But uh, we will, engaging. yeah, we will certainly give away those tickets tomorrow. So uh, catch us five past six, and you could you win yourself uh, tickets uh, as well as uh, t-shirts uh, from the sponsors of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League as well as the Premier Soccer League themselves. That should be a good one. Don't miss it. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. International on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.